0: At supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. Want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way. The trip to the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little odd, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Heidelberg. Oh, yes.
1: I made many trips to Heidelberg when Heidelberg Academy was in existence. Yeah? Way back in the day. There you go. Scary place
0: at times. Really? Yeah. Well,
1: Heidelberg yeah. Academy was.
0: The, were they uh, a – did they give Winston Academy some trouble back in the day?
1: Yo, know, they had a guy on their team that pulled a knife on somebody on our team. Okay. in the locker room. It was kind Mid-game? of uh, – Mid-game? It was in between the games, I believe. Oh,
0: okay. Been funny if it were like, Down, set. He's got a knife. <laughs> it was basketball. Pulled basketball. It out of, pulled it was it out basketball. iPads. Oh, he's basketball. Even worse. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, we really know how to segue from that other than to tell you that strangebrewcoffeehouse.com is the place to find all your strange brew coffee that you can get shipped right to your door. You can have it every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else. You can only find it at College Corner. They have the biggest and best selection of it in Central Mississippi. So head to one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. I say newest. It's not really anymore. It's probably like third newest, but it's still the best. They can keep open in Mexican restaurants, and none of them are going to be better than Humble Taco because all the other Mexican restaurants are the same restaurant. Little difference, you know, in the name, little difference in in, in the presentation, but the menu is the same. It's not the same at Humble Taco. You're getting tacos you can't get anywhere else. They've turned your favorite Southern classics into Mexican favorites. That's why it's called Mexican Fair with Mississippi Roots, and that's why it's such a great experience every time at Humble Taco. October is First Responders Month at Firehouse Subs. Place your order, and you can buy a $1, a $5, or a $25 medallion. To support the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation, which provides life-saving grants for equipment and training to first responder organizations across the country, including in our own home state. Over $800,000 uh, has been donated. There's a breakdown of it here that I, that I received you're talking about some some equipment that is needed by your local fire department. Firehouse Subs does that. So not only when you go to Firehouse Subs, you're getting a great meal. You do you're helping a great cause as well. Do that this month. It's first responders month at Firehouse Subs. It is Tuesday. Tuesday always feels like the lightest podcast we have. You know, like I feel like Thursday. Well, we don't Monday learn in the preview. We don't learn season. anything from Mike Leach. Yeah, yeah. So nothing's that, really happening. That said. Look, scroll down on the podcast feed. I talked to uh, Starkville, well, not Starkville's own, because he's from the coast originally, but Mississippi State's own Ross Dellinger earlier today. He is in town. Came by the Starkville studio to have a conversation with me. Really good stuff there. We hit on some college football. We talked a little playoff expansion and Dr. Keenum. Dr. Keenum's role in that. So check out that interview, please. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I got to see Ross, uh, albeit briefly, at the press
1: conference. Yeah. Doing great. wearing some wearing some nice what color pants would you say those were? They were close to crimson. See, those that color pants is is the same color shorts that I have that, no. that guy that, that guy told me those was, shorts was are, salmon. Are lighter.
0: Those shorts are lighter than than those pants.
1: No, they're the same color. No, I
0: disagree. That I guy disagree.
1: said they were salmon shorts, which I believe they're closer to pink, but they're more red. They were not salmon though.
0: I'm just saying. I, I, I disagree with you. I disagree. You don't even know what I'm talking about. I do know the pants you're talking about. I know.
1: So you're calling them pants. They're actually shorts. shorts. So you're, short. li- you're lying. They're short pants. You didn't know.
0: You don't know. Short pants. So Let's dive into all this. But Before we dive into all this, I think we, you and I need to give a thank you to our listeners. Uh, we, we, you may have seen I, t- I tweeted it earlier on, uh, on Monday. As of this moment in time, and, you know, as podcasts come out, the the, rank, the rankings are fluid, just like recruiting rankings. Uh, but we – I'm sorry. Thunder and Lightning is the number one sports news podcast in America. Number one. And I have no idea why we're sports news. I don't know. We,
1: we give sports news? This is a sports news podcast? I just – I don't know why they chose that particular – there's sports, and then there's sports news. Right.
0: Um, and we're, we're – I don't news. care. I, I don't care. We're number one. Well, I want, A, you have to acknowledge us. B, we would like to be referred to as the head of the table when it comes to Mississippi State podcasts. That's right. Everybody else is playing for second. And C, thank you. Thank you for listening. Tuning in, Adrian. It's a record month for us here on Thunder and Lightning. We, we are absolutely crushing it, and we're going to continue to do so, bringing you great content as this football season uh, continues on. All right, let's talk about Mike. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's a uh, – I just wanted to say, I I wanted to echo your thoughts too. I mean, it's – this is something that uh, I think you might have had me in mind at some point down the road Mm -hmm. or back down the road, and I just wasn't really interested in it. And I started thinking about it, and I thought it would be really cool to do this. I have a lot of things going on, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought this would be really fun to do. And it's exceeded my expectations to be able to do this. And for me, I mean, it's one of the best things. I said this on the board. It's one of the best things that's ever happened to me in my professional career to do this, but it's, it's just enjoyable. I mean, I, I enjoy meeting people that listen to podcasts say, I listen to this. Yeah. Every day, every morning,
0: on the way to work. Yeah. Um, Don't forget how huge our memal graphic
1: demographic. I, I'm I'm shocked by the the demographic of grandmothers that we have and great grandmothers that we have. They love this. us, and I I love every one of them. Yeah. Um, but you know we have so many different types of people that listen to us. It's not just a you know just a bunch of dudes that are you know thirty to thirty five or something. We have right. so many people that listen to us and. I'm very appreciative. First of all, I'm appreciative of you, Brian, for bringing me on and allowing me to do this with you. And secondly, the, the listeners for continuing to listen to us. And I don't, I don't know if you put anything into what we say, but the fact that you listen to us, I'm really appreciative
0: of that. Well, as my, uh, my cousin uh, Aaron Haddad would say, you might know him better as Damian Sandow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron
1: Aaron Haddad.
0: That's his real name. Yeah, he's
1: he, he's his name. His last name is Haddad.
0: Well, it's he's it's got the extra D. he has the extra D, so I'll call him Haddad. He's H D D A D. Which is how now. it was spelled before. Uh, I think I, one of my grandfather, great grandfather's brothers, Americanized it a little bit and made it into Haddad. So, oh, okay, there you go. Little well, well, we'll, fact about, me, yeah, it works. All right, let's talk some football. Um, You know, I'm a big believer that the coach is, you know, pleased but never satisfied, right? I felt like Mike Leach was pleased with his team's effort from this past Saturday. Is that
1: it? That was it.
0: That was your setup.
1: (laughs) Okay, my bad. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. One day at the top, and we're already off the wheels here. Here we go. I I did not
1: know that you were just stopping there. Okay. Yes, Inside, yeah. Okay. Was was he pleased with
0: Was he pleased with the effort? You said. Well, I just it's, he just seemed pleased with his team. Obviously, not satisfied. Obviously, thinks there's more to to have. But I felt like by and large he was very positive about what he and as as he should have been, but very positive about what he saw on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I I didn't hear anything today that I'd consider negative. I mean. He's never really going to come out and just absolutely just you know, just blow smoke, uh, But there, he will say when things are going bad and, and things that he doesn't like. And there wasn't a whole lot that he didn't like. He thought that they executed really well in that ball game. Um, you know, I, I asked him about Ra- Ra Thomas specifically, because before the season, he's talking about how Ra Ra's got to be more consistent, and we're kind of seeing where that's still in play. Last week or two weeks ago, he had one catch. This week, he had five catches for 134 yards. So, getting that consistency from him is what they're looking for. And I think, you know, he's been pleased with with the good that he's seen from Ra Ra. But Ra Ra is a guy that can be a game changer week in and week out from Mississippi State at wide receiver. So it's stuff like that that he wants to see. But for the most part, I mean, he couldn't have been that upset about the execution or any kind of lack thereof of Mississippi State against A and M. I thought that was one of the most well executed ball games that they've had since Leach has been here. And um, you know, I'm sure after watching film he liked it. But he's one of those that's just he's going to continue to kind of look ahead and not really dwell on what he's just seen.
0: I thought that, you know, if My takeaway from the performance and his were, were kind of on the same page. That, there's still a couple things there to work on, but by and large, this was the best game Mississippi State's put together under Mike Leach. They were really good in all three phases of the game. Obviously, you had some mistakes at each level. I'll tell you one thing, and I, I brought this up on Sports Talk Mississippi. There, there was a thread on, on 24-7 that made me think of it, that I really feel like MSU fans, a lot of them, kind of watch state games in a vacuum. And what I mean by that is, they' they're they're so quick to point out, well, we won, but we did this and this and this and this, and we can't continue. And it's almost like they're you know, they're, it feels like they're saying, yeah, we won, and these other teams won too, and they were all perfect. Alabama mm-hmm. just went up to, to Arkansas, and blew them off the face of the Earth. LSU had no trouble with Auburn. Everybody wins ugly to an extent. And I, I I don't feel like I feel like I was talking to some MSU fans, you know, via text and and, and Twitter and stuff. I, I just feel like people's expectations sometimes are perfection. And Mississippi and, and, State's never going to have that. Well, Alabama doesn't have it. Georgia doesn't mm-hmm. have. It. There's not a game where Georgia just goes out there and everything goes right. They may have some games where they're pretty close. Yeah, how do you
1: feel like they are right now?
0: Exactly. Look at what Georgia had to scrape and claw to beat Missouri. Alabama barely escaped Texas with their lives. It's, it's never going to be perfect. Saturday was really, really close. I don't, I don't think like we say like that's an A-plus game. A-plus games are the rarest thing in the world, right? An A game is one where you're good in all three phases. You may have a big – State had – Will Rogers had a pass that should have probably been a pick six. Uh, and they let a receiver loose for a, t- for a touchdown that got dropped. The defense. First, and first miss- quarter. For, first quarter was not great. Rogers, Yeah. And then you miss a field goal, right? So you got a big bust in each aspect of the game. But overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, you were good in all three phases of the game. That's an A game.
1: Now, well, I mean, here's here's what I'm going to say. You played an SEC West team that you know whether they're they are where they are right now or not. They were top twenty. So coming into the game. People believed in them enough to rank them inside the top twenty. You played an SEC West team that's inside the top twenty, and I mean, pretty much beat the dog out of them in the second half. You beat them by eighteen points. You were a what four and a half, six and a half point favorite, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. State, you know, I, I think to your point, I think all fans are like that at all schools. Most fans are looking at their team, and if you, you just follow message board geniuses. And watch how they tweet out stuff. Every Jimbo the Fisher was fired. Jimbo Fisher was fired during their game the other day, and so was every other coach in the country that was losing. But it's just that's that just comes with it. You you keep up with your team more than any other team. You're watching your team closely, and anything that you can find in there, especially it seems like with Mississippi State fans, they're they're all the, most of the people that you see on the social media and message boards, and I'm guilty of it sometimes too. Mm-hmm. They're looking for, for something bad to happen. Right. Um, you know, we saw that with Memphis. Remember the first game against Memphis, states up by like 21 points and they mm-hmm. scored a touchdown and people were starting to freak out. That's just, it just comes with the territory. But this team is really getting the job done at this point, with the exception of that LSU game. They look a lot better to me than they did last year when they're, you know, they struggled against Memphis and lost that game, they struggled against La Tech. They're covering the spread every single week with the exception of the LSU game. And they're not only just covering the spread, they're doubling the spread uh, in these ball games. So at the end of the day, you just have to trust, like, this team's pretty good. This, I think that this team is pretty good, Brian. I think that Mississippi State this year has a chance to be better than we thought they were coming into the season. And that LSU game notwithstanding, so far, so good. They've blown out – Memphis, they've blown out Arizona, they've blown out Bowling Green, and they've blown out Texas A&M. Every win's been a blowout. So right now, I think that every state fan has to be more
0: than pleased with what they've seen. That's a point I had not considered. That state's four, you know, uh, yeah, four and one on the year, but every win has been by double-digit points. I hadn't really taken that into account. They haven't had a close win this year. They've covered the
1: spread. They've covered the spread every year. They're four one
0: against the uh, against the spread this year. That's yep. an interesting point.
1: Which is their record?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, and talk about speaking of spreads. I guess we need to. That's where we need to dive in next. But state, you know, the game with Arkansas started at six and a half. It has gone out to eight and a half, and that is because. And I guess this is the big news of the day and the <clears throat> big top story. KJ Jefferson, the Arkansas quarterback, we all know him. Uh There's some there's some cloudiness on whether or not he's going to be the starter on Saturday due to a potential concussion. Now Sam Pittman addressed that in his press conference today. Said he did not say he said he was very adamant that he had never said that he was in concussion protocol. But at the same time, when you listen to his what he's saying, he's saying that there's there's some concussion issues there. Robbie, this is the point I would make. Last week we saw one of the worst. Concussion-related injuries we've seen in quite some time with what happened to Tua at the in the Miami Dolphins game over the past two weeks, right? I mean, those are both awful-looking things. I yeah. think there's a lot of focus right now on head injuries, mm-hmm. and the school that puts a player at risk, the next school or the next football team that does that, has a guy like, whoa, you know, he was he had a concussion and we brought him back, and then he got another one they are going to be in real trouble. I can't help but think that if it's not 100% that he's okay, that he's not going to play in this game. The thing I, I would think is KJ Jefferson's a big, strong, tough guy. My guess is he will be okay. Yeah, I expect to see him on Saturday, but I'm telling you right now, if there's any hint that he's not good, they're, gonna, they're not going to play him.
1: I agree. I, I think he's going to play. that live That line moving – is interesting to me, um, and maybe it's just people who just you know are just skeptical that he's going to play. I don't know, but it is kind of it is kind of strange that that line's moving like that. It's moved two points. Mm-hmm. To, it's eight and a half. You said yes. Yes, that's kind of
0: a high line, don't you think? In this game, I mean, I mean, you're getting to the point where you could bet on Arkansas to cover and State still wins the game, and still feel good about State winning the game. I mean, State wins 28-24 – you cash that ticket.
1: Yeah, eight and a half. Like
0: that's, that feels like some good money. I'll be honest. I, mean, with I, I don't, if they I mean, come I, out and say, if they come out, if Arkansas just comes out and says he's not playing, I think he would get up to like 10 11.
1: Yeah. I, I'm definitely going with, you know, a 10, a 10 point win for Mississippi State if he doesn't play. That changes everything. And, and Mike Leach kind of downplayed it a little bit, which he thinks that Jefferson plays, from what I could tell. Uh, by what he was saying uh, mm. he thinks that he's going to play so uh you know but he he mentioned you know things don't change much they're not gonna change what they're doing i mean i think it changes everything if kj
0: jefferson doesn't play i
1: mean well, you're gonna bring know. in the Cade. what's the dude's name Fortin, Fortin.
0: i Jordan. don't know enough about him but i know that he's not kj jefferson I mean,
1: apparently Malik Hornsby, do? like, there's some smoke around him leaving. Right. I don't know what's going on with that. He
0: didn't play at all. I think Pittman addressed that in his press conference and said they got that all squared away, and that's fine. But neither one but I, of those guys is, is K.J. Jefferson. Cade Fortin is not scaring me. No, I mean, I mean I, I, we talked about it a little bit last week. I said, you know, what worries me about Arkansas is K.J.'s ability to run the football. Now, Hornsby has the ability to run the football. The problem with him is he's not as good a passer as, right. as K.J. is. Fortin, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just come out and tell you, I don't know anything about the kid whatsoever, but I, I, know, I just know one thing that he's not KJ Jefferson. He if was KJ like Jefferson, four
1: for nine or something the other day. So,
0: I mean, I mean, granted, he got thrown against the number one team in the nation in the fire. I mean, I'm not going to hold that against him, but yeah, but if KJ, he's Jefferson not KJ. This, game, this was another again. I am not putting unfair expectations on Mike Leach to say even with KJ Jefferson you should win this game. But if they don't have KJ Jefferson, that you got zero, zero excuse to lose.
1: All that to say, if you're a Mississippi State person, you want KJ Jefferson to be out there and for him to be a hundred percent. Yeah, we, because, we uh, uh, you, don't mis- you don't want any. You don't want any. Excuses.
0: Well, never mind that. I just want the kid to be healthy. He's a Mississippi kid. I enjoy yeah, watching yeah, him play sure.
1: football. No, but, no, no, for sure. I'm just saying for the for the game. Like you're so heartless, you're, Robbie. No, no, no. I no. Believe me, I love KJ. <laughs> I'm I'm one of his biggest fans. Yeah. Um. I'd, I absolutely want him to be okay, but I'm just saying. Yeah. you Don't you want him? You don't to want be to wake there. up
0: Sunday morning and have people saying, "Well, it might have been a different game, right?" You and that'll want,
1: be what the, that'll be what
0: will be said. Yeah. No, you're right.
1: And You're they right. might say it anyway by saying he's not 100%. I don't know. But yeah. if, if he has any kind of concussion uh, symptoms, um, he's not going to play. So if he does play, he probably is pretty close to 100%. They're, they're not going to take that chance in this right. day and age after what's
0: happened with Tua. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, I think that the Tua thing, I think, yeah, you, you never want to rush a kid back from a head injury. You never, you don't want to do that. But there are some times where you can sort of get away with it. Like, all right, he feels okay. It should be all right. Which got to. That was just stupid. Up. But after what happened with Tua, people are watching, and so if they put KJ out there and they're like, yeah, he's fine, and then he gets a concussion in the first quarter and he's down on the on the ground and doesn't look good, they're going to get crushed. Like, why was he rushed back? Clearly, well, people are going to okay. get
1: sued. People exactly. are going to get sued. They're going to get fired. Can't have that. Can't have that. Um, I, but that, that whole thing with Tua was just despicable. I really mean, rough. We, you knew when you I, – I was watching that game live, the first one, uh, against the Bills. And when he – his head at the ground, he stood up. He fell down. Yeah. You knew immediately that that's was a concussion. Con, yeah. I tweeted, that's He's a concussion. One.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he came back in the game. Yeah. This is why the and then they the put five, back Dolphins, on the field man, like five, four, four days later. It is no surprise that three of the most despicable people we know are Miami Dolphin fans: Brandon <laughs> Walker, Jake Wimberly, and Joel Coleman. Well, two of those, right.
1: Joel and Joel and Jake.
0: Joel and Jake. Brandon's great. We love Brandon so. Our buddy Beastman Steve is a dolphins fan as well.
1: He so. he's not despicable at all. He actually tweeted
0: congratulations to us. He did, he did. I was at Trace Grill last week. Ooh, So good. Yeah, I've got to get down there. That, that that for my money is as good a, a meeting three, meet and two as you get in the state of Mississippi. They're yeah, fine. I that got to, I've got to go. Outstanding. So that's that's, that's free pop, too. I didn't I don't I didn't get anything out of that. They didn't pay for my meal. And then I found out a friend of mine's son. Is a waiter there? I didn't know that. I would have, I would have given him hell while I was in there if I had known that. <laughs> uh, sir, can I, can I? You put a little. T- I'll ask for half sweet and half unsweet tea. Hot sauce my catfish for me. You do it. I'm not doing it, sir. I've counted
1: fourteen pieces of ice in here. Yeah, I would prefer seventeen if you don't mind.
0: Could you, could you go get me enough gravy to actually cover every individual grain of rice? I would appreciate that. Ah. <laughs> uh, Manuel Forbes SEC defensive player of the week that is zero surprise if you're paying attention two picks a pick 6 and the uh, the, the field goal block very well deserving he's got to be starting to generate a little NFL draft buzz you know we talked about that in the uh in the off season about how you know, obviously there's a ton of great corners in the SEC but Forbes was kind of flying under the radar a little bit i think he was second team all SEC in uh, media days but Four pick sixes in your in your career. That's that's a pretty imp, astounding statistic. And his career is 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 not near over yet. If he played for four years, like if he comes
1: back next year, I would say there's no doubt he's going to break the interception record. Yeah, but he's six I'm short. I just is that uh, right? Is it eleven? He's five away from tying. I think. I think okay. sixteen. Is that banks, I would assume. Banks and I think Walt Harris, him and Walt Harris are tied. Okay, maybe. Okay. I may be wrong. Um So I, you know, I just, I think that this guy's special kind of talent when it comes to defending the pass when the ball's in the air, and I think he's a good core cover guy too. Yeah. But when the ball's in the air and one on one coverage, there's not many guys as good as this. Yeah. Um. He's. His I think, I think he has elite body I, control. I, I, yeah, I think he could move to wide receiver right now and help Mississippi State. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, some people might laugh at that, but the, the hand-eye coordination, the ability to high point the football mm-hmm. is uncommon for I'll a quarterback. i they to throw up a
0: Hail Mary, I would want Forbes on the field.
1: I'd put him out there. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. I'm, I'm putting him out there um, for the onside kicks, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. The the going to high point may, with the ball. That's, that second interception was just unbelievable. If you just go back and watch it. first it really deserves a yeah. yeah. To be able to grab that and stay in bounds and then take off the, and get in the end zone. Golly,
0: I mean, it's just it's nuts. And I mean, In reality, think about, like, he's standing still trying to make sure he gets feed, both feet in bounds, and then he's able to immediately accelerate and get into the end zone. Yeah, I mean, that's a big time play. There's no question. Yeah, about he's that, so. he's a he is a great playmaker, and I agreed. I would be kind of surprised at this point if he doesn't go pro. Yeah, I think I think. I mean, he may not be a first rounder. I mean, neither was Banks. Neither was Darius Slay. Uh, but
1: the good thing about that is, like, you're starting to see DeCameron Richardson mm-hmm. become kind of what Emmanuel Forbes mm-hmm. was. I wish he could get another Richard year out
0: year. of Marcus Banks.
1: Yes. Or does he have a second? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. He ha- no. He has another year.
0: I believe. Well, he might be back. there. Banks is yeah, a so good that, player. Just
1: so that yeah that I mean, DeKalas Nicholson is starting mm-hmm. to get some reps there at, and special mm-hmm. teams and starting to show some some things there. And you they got moved
0: Hunter Washington to safety, but that might be just be a this year thing, and we could see him move, make a move back to corner next year too. So yeah, I feel I feel there.
1: fine about state, but right now I really feel good about their cornerbacks because you got yeah, Banks coming off the bench too.
0: They're good. I mean, they're in good shape. Yeah. All right, let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. They want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. This weekend, the high on Saturday are, are, are – I don't know if you're ready to hear this, Robbie. I don't know if you're ready. The high on Saturday is 71. Oh, yes. You know what that means? It means it's going to be chilly, no pun intended, that, that morning – and it's going to be chilly that evening, mm. which means maybe it's time to make some chili. Yes. Maybe it's time to make a big pot of beef stew. Or you know what? Get out there and in the cool crisp air, fire up the grill and put some steaks and some burgers. This is a great weekend for cooking out. We're running out of time of daylight here too, boys. We got, you know, uh, I know that most of y'all have outdoor lighting. Unlike me, I'm just saying might not be the worst idea in the world. to go cook out this weekend. So, Whatever you're cooking out, you can always make it better with beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern soul food. And that is the place that is always a great choice before and after the game. Now, this week before, probably not happening, obviously. But after the game, you want to roll in there about 3 o'clock, grab a table, start watching college football, and then just – I would just tell them to bring me six smoked wings every 45 minutes till, until I decide to leave. And you're good to just go. Have, just have you like a little – card, like the card that you get at Texas Day Brazil. Yes. Yes, I want a smoked wing card. If yes, the, tar- please. the card is green, bring me six wings. That'll do. Robbie, you know what that was right there? Million-dollar idea. Million-dollar idea. Get on this, Lee Battle. Lee, if you're listening, make it happen. I want the smoked wing car. Or just like a little siren or something. That's like, I need wings now. Make it happen. (laughs) It's so much more than just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business likes to promise it to you, but who can really deliver? How do you know who can deliver? Why don't you take a check and see who's been open longest? And that's Advantage Business Systems. 47 years. This time next year, I'll be saying 48 years. And And on we go. Because they take care of their customers. They treat you like a neighbor because that's what you are. You're a Mississippi business. They're a Mississippi business. They're doing business in the same state as you. You're not talking to somebody in from God knows. are talking about God knows what out there. We're, <laughs> we're talking about somebody here in the state of Mississippi who can solve your problems and usually fix them that same day. Their number is 601-362-9192. Their their website is absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Tired of living the three-stripe life? I know you are. I know you are. I know you're ready for a better-looking polo shirt. And now we're talking about 71-degree high. We're talking about some quarter zips as well. The best available are at The Rogue and their Collegiate Collection. Great quality products and the logos you guys want. No more banner M. Retire the banner. Pick up the M over S. Pick up the walking bully. Pick up the state script. And maybe a few other cool designs they've got as well. Getting close to the holiday season. Maybe time to buy yourself a nice new shirt or get something for, the, for dad, for mom, for whoever. Pick it up at The Rogue. Go to TheRogue.com or check them out on Instagram at TheRogueJXN. Robbie Falk is two games ahead of me now. My goodness. How did this happen? I don't like it one bit, I'll tell you that much. But let's get into it. Robbie Falk, now two games up on me. I got to make I got make up some ground here. Looking at this schedule, I don't know if I can do it, but let's see what happens. A big game to start the morning off. All conference games here too, Robbie. We're going to go through all of them. Big game to start the day off, 11 a.m. I know they hate it down there in Baton Rouge, but they'll take on Tennessee first thing in the morning on Saturday. I'll let you go first if you want. This is a really, really interesting
1: ball game. LSU at 11 a.m. in Tiger Stadium. They're going to be sleepy, and I I think that Tennessee's legit. I I think
0: they're good. I'm going with Tennessee. I am also going with Tennessee. I just feel like they're the better football. Hendon Hooker, I don't know if you've seen this stat. If you haven't, you need to. Since he was named the starter last season, 42 touchdowns, two interceptions. That's incredible. That's an incredible stat. He, I'll be honest with you. Hendon Hooker is the best Heisman Trophy candidate in the SEC right now. Let's, better than right
1: Let's push Will Levis
0: out of the way, and let's start talking about Hendon Hooker. we talking about Hendon Hooker. That guy is a great, great player. And they can score points, and I just don't think LSU can keep up with them. So I'm with you on that. I will take Tennessee. Uh, Also at noon on ESPNU, Missouri at Florida. Missouri is not a good, bad team. But I'm not quite sure they're a bad, bad team either. They're somewhere in this weird flux of they can stay in the game, but at the end they will cost themselves the game. Make sense? Yeah, they'll upset somebody down the
1: line. I don't think it's gonna be in this one.
0: I don't I don't either. did, but but that said, I'm not impressed with Florida at all. I could see this game being a scrap. I really could. Yeah. So, I'm gonna I, go with Florida, but yeah. th- I, this this is a weird game. Yeah, I'll take Florida as well. Uh 311
1: a.m. Game, games. Hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's what you have when you have that eight o'clock CBS kickoff. They gotta get them out of the way. Because there's no uh there's only one night game. Um 230, the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Auburn travels to the number two team in the country, Georgia. I said this earlier on Sports Talk Mississippi. Georgia playing two bad games in a row makes me think one of two things is possible. And it's, it's one of these two things is true. Either what we saw against them the first couple of weeks, that's not really what they are. They're a really, really good football team, but they're not this dominant, dominant juggernaut like they were maybe a season ago. or Two, they are going to grind Georgia into just dog food. They are just going to kill them on Saturday. I'm leaning that way. I'm leaning to like 42-7 to Georgia. I'll take the Bulldogs. Yeah, me too. I I thought it was going to happen last week
1: where they came back and kind of asserted their dominance. Yeah. I just refuse to believe that Georgia is going to like start faltering here.
0: No, I agree. Yeah, I
1: agree. It, it feels like a false, like, false hope. I agree. Like, you know, we're starting to see some State fans. Well, I think State can win that game. I feel like th- they're about to turn it back on.
0: Something I agree.
1: It tells me it's about, it's about to turn back on. I
0: agree. I agree with you. Uh, let's see here. The other afternoon game. Uh, the one that's on uh, SEC Network, 3 o'clock in Nashville. Ole Miss travels to Vanderbilt. I'm going to say this. I'm I'm going to pick Ole Miss to win. The spread on this game is 18 and a half. I think Vanderbilt's better than that. I think Vanderbilt could cover that. Also, Ole Miss, shouldn't they be due for a little bit of a letdown kind of game? That was a big emotional win Saturday. Now you got to travel to Vanderbilt and play in front of 15, 16,000 people. I could see this game being ugly, but I'll and take it for sure.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. But um, I think Vandy's going to cover.
0: Yeah, 18 and a half. I don't so think they're
1: – a couple of years ago, they went there and just blew them out. Yeah. And I think that this Vandy team's better than that. I agree. Um, can they limit Ole Miss? Because last year, they limited Ole Miss offensively a little bit. They just couldn't score. Yeah. Um if I remember right,
0: like that uh, game was and not course, like you know, uh, that corral was still beat up there, so yeah. So we'll yeah,
1: see. but I mean I I didn't I didn't think that that game was like a runaway. Uh, so I I think Vandy's going to be able to cover, but I'm taking on I'm yeah, I'm taking on Miss too.
0: There you go. All right. Uh and then the uh, the night games, South Carolina will travel to Kentucky uh for the SEC Network kickoff 6:30. That's where our good friend Cole Kublick uh, will be for that one. I am almost positive. Let me let me double-check this. Yeah. So they didn't play in 2020. But prior to that, South Carolina had had, had, had Kentucky's number just a little bit. They had won some games against them. Um, but they did not beat them last year. This is another one sort of the same way, right? I think it'll be an ugly game. Kentucky, even coming off of a loss, is kind of doing another letdown. Like, because they're going to be thinking, "Gosh, we had it," you know. So, I think this game will be ugly. But I'll, I'll take Kentucky to win.
1: I just, I don't know about Kentucky. They're, they're winning games against bad to mediocre teams. Yes, and then they just were that. I mean, last week, a good team doesn't have that kind of game against Ole Miss. A, right. a top a top ten caliber team, they don't have that kind of game. Right, that was a complete choke job, and it it, it looked like Kentucky just wasn't ready for that moment. Uh, you know they've they they went to Florida, which Florida they played bad in that ball game, and we still haven't really seen anything from Florida that's very impressive. Right, they beaten up on Miami of Ohio and not Youngstown State, and they barely beat Northern Illinois. So. You know, this isn't. This is a game that that could be a little um, scary for them, but I don't believe in South Carolina at all. So I'm I'm going to go with Kentucky with them playing at
0: home. All right. And then last but not least, I don't know that I, I mean I I look forward to big games every year, right? Because I like I love college football, right? I love watching the Iron Bowl, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. I love the the cocktail party. I love it, right? A and Alabama, you know, it, it's a good game, but most years I'm not just like dialed in, right? I don't know that I've ever looked forward to a college ball game more than this one. And now that I know what I know about A and and I know that Alabama, in all likelihood, is going to absolutely murder them on live national television, I'm looking forward to it more. I want to see blood. I want to see Alabama absolutely pulverize this team. And that's what they're going to do. I got Alabama. a
1: has South Carolina could be an interesting game. Um, well,
0: especially if they just get beat to death
1: here. I mean, they're looking at three more wins. Yeesh. So that's six
0: wins. Is that no? They, they what, might. They might. They, those six they'll
1: wins? Probably, they'll beat Auburn. They'll, beat, they'll Auburn.
0: beat Auburn, I think. They'll beat. They play New Mexico or something like that. They've they another play UMass. The they they play UMass. Play UMass. Okay. So that's five. They beat Auburn and UMass for sure. And then South Carolina is the um, sixth. think they'll beat Florida? Well, then that's now we're talking. If they beat South Carolina, that's seven. Yeah, that's seven. But still, I mean, how well, great you You're spending five. 7 and 5
1: is good. It should be state. It's not good for a
0: team. I'm like I'm that. agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying it could be worse. They could lose to Florida. They could they lose could. to South could, Carolina. But they seven can't wins. score. Seven wins
1: is pretty seven wins is pretty dang bad there. He's making ten million dollars it's seven wins, right?
0: Robbie. That's the worst part. Yeah. If this was year two,
1: I'd be like, well, it's it's a process. he needs to get his guys in there, Brian. Let let him get his guys in there. Well year wait till year seven. Yeah, yeah. But you're talking about a guy that's that's making you're talking about a guy that's making ten million dollars, I think. Mm -hmm. If I if I'm thinking correctly, on his uh, he's not, it's contract. It's not five, yeah, something like that, yeah. Almost $10 million with the greatest recruiting class from a ranking standpoint of all time, which mm-hmm. and, those and, guys got to get a little older.
0: But and good it's not like, recruiting class was in front of that. It's not like they just started recruiting well. Oh, shoot, better than good? Yeah, top 10. This, this roster's top 10. Yeah, So you're talking it's about... number four
1: on the blue chip index. I mean, seven wins in Mississippi State last year was kind of disappointing. And that was with a team that's ranked outside the top 25 when it comes to football recruiting. Mm -hmm. This is a team that's spending millions and millions of dollars on athletes and their coach, and they're doing nothing with it.
0: Why spend billions when we can spend millions? Why win eight games when we can win seven?
1: So we're going to go to Texas seven and five? Texas, Texas it mean, doesn't of roll five? off the
0: tongue the same way. Eight and four was so much better. But, yes, that's probably where we're going. So we're both taking Alabama. So no difference. I can't catch up to Robbie uh, this week. He will maintain his two-game lead on me. All right, tomorrow show is the rumblings. You know what to do. Get them in. Uh, Robbie will fire off the tweet uh, very soon. Thursday show will really dive into Arkansas and Mississippi State. And then, of course, Friday it's 3 Ps as we'll do the preview. Uh, we'll look to have some great interviews this week as well and of course don't miss thunder and lightning live wednesday on super talk for my good friend my new best friend robbie falk i'm brian Adad. thanks for listening to thunder and lightning on super talk mississippi